listening to those dad guys because the moms have their podcasts so why shouldn't we huh here are joe seiler and paul black those dad guys what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of those dad guys as usual i'm joe that guy over there he's moving his lips very quietly pretending he's me but he's not really me his name is paul hi paul Hey, what's going on? How are you? You remember the good old days when we were on the YouTube for full shows and I would just do something silly all the time? I was just reminiscing. Oh, the good old days. Oh, I'm telling you. When we were young, <laughs> just getting started out. It was the summertime. And now it feels like we're the uh, the old men on the block. People coming to us for, for podcast advice and stuff like that. It's fantastic. I love being the experts, right? Well, you got to be good at something. But, you know. We're not experts on much. Nope. <laughs> hey, before we start the show, I, I had to talk about this. I don't know if you saw this earlier this week, but I do want to let you know that I'm here live. I'm not a cat. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm here live. Yeah. I'm not a cat. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, a lawyer in Texas, they were the legal proceedings and all this stuff is being done online now via Zoom, much like... Much yeah. like we, we we do the show, a lot of people do do meetings online. So that's how legal proceedings are being done. Okay. So a lawyer in Texas, they logged on to do their le- legal proceedings. And I guess the kid had used the computer or something like that. And there was a cat <laughs> filter on. <laughs> For real. And he couldn't figure out how to get it off. And like... You know, the judge is like, you know, I believe you have a filter turned on in your in your video settings. And the guy's like, like, I just picture, you know, you know, that scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall where the guy's going closer and further yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just picture the guy. Can you can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? And he goes, the judge goes, I, can, I, can you hear me? Meow. Well done. See? All right, show's over, everyone. Joke, joke, joke's done. We're done. See you later. Have a great day, everyone. Uh, the judge is like, I can hear you. I just, I think it's a filter. Yeah. And he's looking around, you know, whatever. And he goes, I, I don't know how to remove it. My assistant's here. She's trying to help. He goes like, the guy goes, you know what? I'm prepared to go forward with it. I'm here live. I'm not a cat. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> but it brings me to the to the question. It's like just picture this for a second. Imagine you're doing a Zoom meeting and you've got a boss who's a real serious person. And it's a serious meeting. Like this is not a hey weekly, hey, how's everyone doing? It's a serious meeting. And your boss all of a sudden has like a let's say it's a picture of an alien or something like that, or a cat. If you're there, you're obviously you're snickering. But at the same time, you're like, what is happening? Am I, am I in trouble here? Like, like, what would you do if that situation arrived? Oh, if they were that serious and is that heated, I probably wouldn't even say a word. I would probably take a screenshot for later, maybe when they were in a better mood, and say, hey, can our next meeting be with this guy? I would do you that. You know someone else would say it, right? Someone else. Yeah. That's. I think I would do the same thing. I think I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to let someone else comment the fact that he's got a cat. And then I would try and help. All really? Right, let me see if I can help you walk you through this. You know, because obviously, let's say your boss was like, oh, I can't figure it out. 
I can't figure mm-hmm. it out. Your boss doesn't understand. He's got a, he's got an assistant or she's got an assistant that yeah. you know usually does computer stuff. You know, because old people, let's say your boss is an old person yeah. and they don't know how to use technology. I think I'd be like, okay, let me kind of see if we can figure this out together because we're a team. I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, let's just get going. I wouldn't be the first one. If somebody said, um, let me help you, I'd be like, really? Can we just go? That's what I would say on the call myself. What if your boss was trying to fit? Your boss wanted to figure it out, though. Your boss oh. didn't want a cat face. <laughs> I, I, I would probably, because I'm that person, I would probably just drive to their house. That's a little much. Come on. No, you wouldn't. That's what I, but I can't sit there and listen to someone explain something. And I would but probably. But what if they knew how to explain it? I would mute my microphone and shut, shut off my screen. That's fair. Like, uh, yeah, I, but, would, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. All right. So let me ask you, like, I don't know about your work, but my work does a lot of, we do zoom meetings as like a, like a weekly thing. Do you guys, do you guys do many? I, we talked about it before. I oh, think yeah. you do a bunch of stuff. You we do, do a lot. Yeah. Okay. I used to have a baby, Camille, Okay. that I would put her in different spots of my office, of, of my, the toy room I'm sitting in. I had her dangling from the ceiling once, um, all different kinds of things. So that's what I would do on calls. See, things like that are fun. And I remember you used to do stuff like that when, when we were originally on YouTube as well. You used to, there used to be a, a, a blackboard behind you or a whiteboard and you used to write on that and it, that was fun too have you seen any strain you know people are very concerned about their backgrounds like you know me i don't care about my background i got boxes look it's the way it is but a lot of people are concerned about their backgrounds have you seen any are people that you work with do they like the backgrounds the do they like to change the ver- have you seen anything interesting and i asked this question i'm going to tell you why i ask it heather started back at work a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and she does a lot of zoom meetings and she's trying to figure out, she loves the idea of the virtual background. Loves the idea. So yeah. she's got like a Minecraft backgrounds and s- like she's on the Starship Enterprise for Star Trek. She's got Game of Thrones backgrounds. Like me, I don't care so much, but she's always looking for new backgrounds. So I'm just curious, kind of, have you seen many? I don't know. Yeah, we have a lot, actually. There's some built into our stuff too, right? So like... The coolest one I've seen is kind of like a trailer home where it has those uh, patio lanterns, if you will, but not Kim Mitchell patio lanterns. Yeah. yeah. Like just those huge light bulbs that aren't lanterns at all. Yeah. (laughs) But what I don't like about them is like when the person moves, it's not as good as green screen. So it kills me. It kills me. And like somebody the other day, everyone at our place seems to either like doing an office type background or this or this. Like like uh, the office? No, not the show. See, because I've no. seen that a lot. I've seen really? people. Yeah. Like if you're like, um, you know how when in the office, they're in that one room when it's the one shot of them, when they're doing the diary room, if you will, there's that out there. And a lot of people use that as a background. Yeah. So no, um, not that one. <laughs> Anyways. Just a regular office. There was this time there's, it, it, it allows you to blur behind you. So everything behind you is a blur, if you will. And then this person at work has this huge water bottle. <laughs> And they go to take a drink, and it's all blurred out in their hands. So you don't even know oh, what the no. hell they're doing. So it could yeah, look like a penis. N- nope, it couldn't. It couldn't <laughs> look like that at all. All right, I'm um, just saying. It's blurred out. You never know. This is this is true. This is went true. a different way, didn't it? It sure did. See, Anthony's always talking about to me about setting up my green, because I have a green screen. 
Okay. And he's like, you should set that up behind you. Paul now is, it looks like you're in Italy. That's I nice. Uh, <laughs> Anthony always tells me, the microphone's totally blurred out. It's pretty funny. Anthony always tells me, set up the green screen, and then you can do a background. I'm like, that's a yes. lot of work for me. But now, I saw that they're selling these big round pop-up things that you attach to your chair that are green, basically. And it's a green screen. You for attach real? it to the, it, it, it folds up in this little small circle. But it like pops out into this big round circle mm -hmm. and you attach it to your chair. And basically the green will fill in your entire screen and then you've got a built-in green screen. And that's where it's at. Not this. Like you see my image, the mic's coming in and out. You my just hands keep disappearing. going in. It's, it's just weird. I don't like it. It looks like it's more distracting yes. than whatever the hell's in your regular background. I would love to get a green screen and then wear a, a green one of those like morph suits so that i was yeah. just like a floating head that's what i would like <laughs> of course <laughs> just would. a floating head why not that would be oh, kind of fun. anyway it made me think about that because you know i just can imagine this judge being like yo apparently they went through it they got they got through it all and um i i guess it, maybe it's a, a learning experience hey check your computer if if the kids have been uh homeschool learning like that should be one of the first things you check before you sign on because you most things you see yourself before you accept and go in. 100%. So Buddy must have known he was a cat. Like, I haven't clicked on the video at all. Yeah. I've, I've seen it, and I'm like, this looks stupid. But if you're telling me it's funny, I'll watch it. But It's ridiculous. I will say that. It's ridiculous. But, I mean, it's funny to me. I laugh because I just picture a lawyer. It's a lawyer. They're, they're in a court proceeding. Yeah. And the guy's a cat. But he, he made it. <laughs> he made it necessary, though, to say he's a live person, he's not a cat. Yeah. You well, know, he had to let people know. Things like that, you know. Not a cat. There could have been the assumption. There could have been that assumption. It's, it's true. Can I tell you something I found very interesting? I'd love to know. So today, today's February the 12th. Sure is. And the other day, February the 9th, was National Pizza Day. Yes. So then I was just bored. So I Googled national days. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that today, okay, for any of our listeners that are interested, I would suggest you do this. Today is National Plum Pudding Day. Wow. So make yourself some figgy pudding <laughs> and go from there. I don't know if you know what figgy pudding is. I don't. I don't know what plum pudding our plum pudding and Figgy pudding, the same thing? Yeah, so it's plum pudding, but in the UK, it's figgy pudding or Christmas pudding or now something I've like heard, that. Now, I've heard them both. Yeah. Okay, now I know they're the same thing. So, it's I don't song. know what it is. It sure is in a song. So, there's no plums in it, first That's of all. the most ridiculous name for a pudding then ever. I'm going to tell you the uh, fruit mixture. And you have to make this four days in advance. So, if four you're days. listening. Oh, yeah. You need a pound of seedless raisins. I'm, all, I'm obviously already out. <laughs> I can't believe how much chat there's been since our podcast about raisins and the hatred for raisins. <laughs> like I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it in, in very interesting places, the chat about raisins. <laughs> Anyways. Best. All right. So how much raisins? A pound of seedless raisins. Got to be seedless. A pound of sultana raisins. Oh. Half a pound of currants. 
a cup of thinly sliced citron, one cup chopped candied peel, teaspoon of cinnamon, this is where it gets interesting, half a teaspoon of mace. <laughs> Does it feel so good? <laughs> yep. <laughs> a half a teaspoon of nutmeg, quarter teaspoon ground cloves, quarter teaspoon allspice, quarter teaspoon freshly ground pepper, a pound of finely chopped suet, S-U-E-T, you're the chef, suet, suet. Uh, powdery fine, and one and a quarter cups of cognac. I'm going to tell you that none of that sounds appetizing at all. Yeah. The pudding portion is one and a quarter pounds. What was pounds. that we, we were just listening to? That's just the fruit mix. Oh. Yeah. All right. Tell me about the pudding. The pudding is a, a, a pound and a quarter of fresh breadcrumbs. One cup of scalded milk, one cup of sherry or port, 12 eggs well beaten, a cup of sugar, teaspoon of salt, and cognac. So there's a bunch of booze in this thing, so that's, that's yeah. fine. This is what scares me. All of it? The preparation. Blend the fruit, citron, peel, spices, and suet, or suet. And place in a bowl or jar. Add a quarter cup of cognac. Cover tightly. Refrigerate for four days. Adding a quarter cup of cognac each day. I'm sorry. Pardon? So, so it's a quarter cup for four. So it's a full cup of cognac. Just soaking into this stuff. Uh, 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 it would be a cup and a quarter at the end of the day. Sorry. How much was in the first day? So add so it says blend everything and put a quarter cup of cognac. Refrigerate for four days. Okay. Oh yeah, you're right. It's a yeah. full cup. Okay. Uh, adding a quarter cup of cognac. So there you go, guys. Go and check out this recipe. I'm gonna say I, I'm actually, you know, Joe, we're working hard on our socials, and I know I know <laughs> you, you you need a drink of water, so I'll just I'm keep good. talking. Yep. So we're working on socials. I'm gonna put this on our socials, and it's just gonna be the recipe of how to make it in case later on in the day you feel like uh, starting the plum pudding, yeah. but you're going to be eating it four days after the celebration of National uh, Plum Pudding Day. Don't say we never teach you anything here mm -hmm. on Those Dad Guys. I do like the fact that um, we got some good feedback on National Pizza Day. Pineapple versus no pineapple. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Margaret's comment? I don't know if anyone else saw it. She basically said, do Italians put pineapple on a pizza? No. So exactly. it doesn't belong there. You know, it's, it's, I'm paraphrasing. She used some language. She did. And she I was don't like, have a problem using. I don't Mic care. drop. Mic drop. Done. That's the original pizza. Like the original pizza, I guess there was no, no pineapple. But I don't have a problem putting pineapple on the occasional pizza. Here's my thing with pineapple. And I, I hope this, this fella's a listener. He loves his pineapple pizza. I know who we're talking about. He's a great guy, I think. I've never met the guy, but I think he's awesome. Anyways, yep. a pineapple pizza? No, thank you. No, thank you. A pineapple pizza surrounded by ham, bacon, extra cheese. A Hawaiian pizza, basically. Yes, please. Yep, I agree. I can't have a pizza with uh, just pineapples. No. That's not interesting. You know what I want to know? I want to I, I want to know. I saw a couple pizza joints do this and it was very short-lived, I'm sure. They started putting kiwi on pizza. No. Yeah. I don't know what kiwi would cook up like. 
What did pineapple cook up like? It's fair. Yeah. I, I, I'll be straight up. I'm probably not going to try it. But no. if you give it a try, <laughs> you let us know how that turns you know, out. I, I might give it a try. I might, just to let you know. One thing I'm not going to do is make pineapple pizza on Valentine's Day. No, what are you going to do? No, I don't know yet. <laughs> we're, t- we're two days away from Valentine's Day, and I have no yeah. idea. It's a different, it's a different, it's, oh, it's a different year. Valentine's Day, different year, man. It is. You can't do the stuff you would normally do. We're talking no. about ordering some food in yeah. for Valentine's Day. But we had this in our house. Maybe you have this conversation, but you pro- I, I have a feeling I have an idea where you fall on this. We're trying to figure out, do we want to do just dinner or mm-hmm. something small? And then when the kids go to bed, Heather and I have Valentine's Day dinner. We order food in for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Because here's where, we, here's where we are in our house. I believe Valentine's Day is for someone in their lover. Someone yes. in their significant other. Mm-hmm. She believes and has always believed that Valentine's Day is for everyone in the house. So the kids, whatever. And that's not the way. I'm like, Valentine's Day is a different kind of love. Know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> what? Did Will Smith just show up? <laughs> yeah, he just showed up. He just showed up. Thanks, is the Will. Fresh Prince? Is the Fresh Prince in the house? No, nah, he just he just took off. He, he had to go. But that's, I, she always has felt, you know, we got to get the kids gifts and all this stuff for Valentine's Day. And I'm like, no, we need to get them maybe a Valentine's Day card, but I don't need to go and, you know, have them come to Valentine's Day dinner with me and my wife, where we celebrate our love for each other. I don't need that. I don't buy that. But, and I don't remember, my mom's probably listening. She's going, we did that for you when you were a kid. I'm like, I don't remember that. Now, I'm significantly older and my memory has taken a hit over the years. Yeah. But that's how I feel. And she feels the opposite. So she's got to go out. She's got to buy stuffed animals. She's got to buy a book. She's got to buy a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of chocolate. I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. not Christmas. It's not their birthday. Yeah. It doesn't, Cupid's not rolling up when you're sleeping and dropping off gifts. That's no. not how this works. Nope. So tell me, where do you fall on that? Oh, man. So really, at the end of the day, in my house, it is a family affair. I with the caveat it. to the fact that we don't do gifts like yep. for, for our daughter. I don't think anyways. My, my wife might do something and I just don't realize it. <laughs> but, but here's what I'm going to tell you. I pick my battles. Right. Okay. If my wife wants to get chocolates and a card and stuff for like that for my daughter, I'm on board. I'm not going to complain. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. I know you're not. You're scared of your wife. (laughs) Wow. So let's just draw this down the line very close to Valentine's Day. I am not afraid of my wife. Okay. (laughs) I am not. What I'm afraid of. (laughs) Repercussions. Is losing out on the quality of food. That goes into my stomach. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. My apolo- You're not, afraid, I'm not of afraid of her. You're no. afraid what she can take away from you. Exactly. Okay, if she fair. left me, well, now that I'm really good at briskets and barbecue, <laughs> I don't know if it's that big of a deal anymore. But before. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, honey. 
but yeah so i'm just like okay so uh <laughs> better watch what i do now you're trying to figure out where you're going i'm going to take you back okay you pick your battles so pick my battle so i'm i'm, I'm cool with it well we're not getting gift gifts because that's just stupid what about valentine's dinner though do you guys try and plan a valentine's dinner the two of you or does does dinner always for valentine's day include your daughter like i said on the last last show that uh we're a we're a heart-shaped pizza family <laughs> okay and we did that even before my my daughter was born we would get the heart-shaped pizzas and it was kind of our thing sometimes we go to the keg do you know what i mean yep before my daughter was born <sighs> i don't think we're down with valentine's day all that much where we got to do something special Mm-hmm. I think every day we're together is very special. How'd I so, know that uh, was coming? <laughs> How'd I know that was coming? You know what? That's such a Paul answer. Yes. It's yeah. such but a no, Paul answer. So so for this Valentine's, it's gonna be a surprise, but we are gonna we're gonna order in and have a nice meal. This is a surprise for who? I would say for mainly my daughter. I don't know. Okay. I was going to say, because your wife's probably listening to the show right now and she knows. I had to get approval as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically we're going to do, she doesn't, this is a surprise to my wife. We're going to do the heart shaped pizza on the Saturday. Okay. The 13th. So tomorrow. And then, yeah, tomorrow. And then the next day we'll, we'll have a nice meal uh, prepped for us from a catering company. So Nice. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. We're still not 100% sure. Look, mm-hmm. normally, Heather and I will go out, we'll get my parents to watch the kids. Last year, we didn't because Maverick was a month old. Mm-hmm. But normally, we will go out, we'll get my parents to watch the kids, and we'll just have a nice dinner out. Gone for a couple hours kind of thing. Also nice to just get away and mm-hmm. just be the two of us, have some alone time. So that's normally what we would do. Valentine's Day dinner doesn't normally involve the kids in our house. Wow. This year okay. it will. Mm-hmm. This year for sure it will. Look, do I tell my kids Happy Valentine's Day? Sure, I tell them mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. But I, for me, Valentine's Day is you and your lover. Lover. Yeah, wow. You and your lover. Let me ask about you and your lover. Oh, good. Do you guys, because I'm feeling some love, right? When and how did you meet? Oh, boy. I think people might want to know this story. You want to know this story? I would love to. It's actually a, a kind of fun story. Let me start with saying we were college sweethearts. Ooh. Okay, we met in college. First time I ever met my wife, it was at a pub night. Okay. For our uh, radio program. And I was hammered. I was mm-hmm. hammered drunk. And I'm making out with this other chick. Oh, yeah, in the are. bar, on the dance floor, everywhere. It's first okay. time I met her. Now... I knew of her. She was not in our program, but we were acting together in a play. Very nice. But we had never met. Okay. Here's the irony. She gets introduced to me by the person who is our director, who was also in the program. This is Heather. First words I ever said to her. No word of a lie. Hello, wife. Come on. Without word of a lie. Now, should she have liked me after that pub night? Absolutely not. She absolutely should have said, this guy's a train wreck. 100%. But she didn't. And we kind of became friends as we we were acting. And then she developed a deep love for me. And, (laughs) and, um, you know, it took some coming around for me. Uh, (laughs) 
You know what? She, oh, let's rewind. What was her reaction to hello, wife? I don't know. I was too shit-faced to know. I have no idea. Oh, you met when you were hammered oh, making out with this other yes, chick. Yes, that was the first time I ever met her. Wow. She should have ran far and fast. But you know what? I got that charm. I had that, man, I was this, in college, I was this nerdy kid with the glasses and like, yeah. I was this like string bean kid. You would never know looking at me now. Yeah. So she should have run far and fast. And she was, I was like, you know, and first of all, my first thought was she's way out of my league. Okay. Way out of my league. There's no, ch- I should, she should never even talk to me. Right. I'm too busy making out with this other chick right now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's the first time I met her. Wow. And we, you know, like I said, we became friends and, 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 you know, things progressed from there. I carried her out of many pub nights. Okay. As I became more mature and she decided pub nights were a great place to get hammered on chocolate martinis. So (laughs) I carried her out of a bunch of... Your pub had martinis? Oh, this was a different pub. This, but yeah, but yeah, it was, it was a restaurant bar pub kind of thing. Oh, it wasn't pub night at your school. No, no, I never went to that. No, it was it was like our, our radio program pub that we took Oh, off. when you're talking about pub night, you're going to a real pub. Yeah, we went to a real pub. Oh, it's not like after hours at night or college and no, it's or, pub or night. or whatever it was. I think it was Caps at Humber. Yeah. Real original name, Caps. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, we only did that in the middle of the day. Okay. That's when we went to the pub at school it in between classes. I mean, yeah. it's radio program. What do you need to do? Talk? Yeah, right. So, so that's how we met each other. And, and Wow. You know, it, it's it's hard to believe we've stayed. That was in 97. Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah. Don't ask me to do the math. I have no idea. Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, we're, we're on year 25, which would mean you guys are on year 24. 24. I met my wife in 96. Right. I met my wife March break. Okay. I was in my last year of high school. She was the year previous, so grade 11, I guess. Okay. Grade 11? Or did we, did you do OACs? No. Okay, so no. she was in grade 11. I think we 11. ended okay. at 12, yeah. Yep. I didn't need any extra years of, of, of high school. I just needed to get out. <laughs> uh, so I remember it was March break and I put together, I went to this thing called Junior Achievement, which was pretty awesome. For those of you know it, know it. For those that you don't, it's just this this thing high school students go to once a week and they, they start their own entrepreneurship, their own business and things like that, sell mm-hmm. products, all that fun stuff. So at school... At real school, I wasn't the coolest kid in town at all. No, Paul. But at this junior achievement thing, I was the Mac Daddy. <laughs> Not the Daddy Mac? Nope, the Mac Daddy. The Daddy Mac was my sidekick. Yeah, he was. Anyways, this girl I know, Cindy, she comes walking in to bring a check for something for us. We're doing a pool tournament in Hamilton. And as, as I remember it, all I see is this short little number walking in with her. And it's almost like everything stopped. And I was like, shoot, I need this one. I need this girl right here. <laughs> right? I said, that's, that's going to be with me one day. And uh, she swears she was wearing a, a lovely blue Adidas dress, which may have been true. I like to think of her in her overalls. Okay. Because I was a huge, huge fan of overalls. Three, three prerequisites to be my lady is shorter than me, overalls, belly button ring. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing the math here. So it's, it's 96. Yeah. You're in high school. Yeah, I get. 
Are overalls cool then? Oh, they, they were, for the, the ladies, they were. Were they? Okay, I don't. I remember. Yeah. I wore a uniform. Yeah. So for guys, we did, they were we didn't all have right. that kind of thing. Okay, but, you know. I remember wearing overalls earlier. That's why I asked yeah. the question. Go on. So then I'm like, man, I got to know this girl. I have to. That's it. So I started hounding Cindy. I'm like, Cindy, come on, just give me your number, blah, blah, blah. I think back in those days, I was saying digits. Just hook me up with them digits. Yeah, I was going to say, give me those digits. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I need them. She's like, listen, she's not interested. None of that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. I need her number. I worked on it. I worked on it so hard. But the first day I ever met her was that day when we were doing the pool tournament and she walked right up. And I was like shit i just knew right then much like you did when you're like my hello wife when you were hammered i was very sober and and just saw man i worked hard and i remember this time in summertime you know maybe we we it took three or four months to get her phone number like i had to work hard and then one day i'm playing baseball for mcdonald's and i get the sunburn and me and my buddy mikey amashita go over to cindy's house to to hang out Robert Miles' children is playing on yeah, much music. We talked about this before. And I'm like, I'm so burned. And Cindy's like, I have aloe. And then my wife starts putting on my shoulder. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in, 100%. And then nothing happened. Then we went on our first date, December, to see One Fine Day, which we yes. talked about yes, the last did. episode. And the rest is on and off history. Here we are. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky, guy. So lucky. Punching above my weight, like you. Yep, 100%. Yeah. But it's funny, when I found out she liked me, I played really hard to get, which was the dumbest thing I could have possibly done. Wow. But it's like, wow. you know how like you've got those friends that are like, yo, she's really into you, right? Like Because mm -hmm. the radio program, you took a radio program. I don't know if yours was the same, but we were a pretty tight-knit group. You mm -hmm. know, they're like, she's yeah. really, really into you, right? Okay. So we went to a club. We went to, um, we went to the Phoenix Remember the Phoenix in Toronto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we went to the Phoenix, and we were at a club, just a bunch of us, and we're drinking, having a great time, boom, 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 it's old school mm -hmm. night, I'm right into it. The night, the end of the night comes, she's like, I, I want to tell you something. I'm like, okay, no problem. I know what's coming. Yeah. I know she's going to say, look, I really like you, blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. like, okay. So we get that she's going to hate me that I'm telling this story. She's going to hate it. <laughs> but we go into this like kind of side room. It's kind of right towards the end of the night. And she's, I made it as uncomfortable as I could for her. She's okay. like, she's like, so I want to tell you something. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. She's like, I really have a headache. I really, and it's like, and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh man, you know, here, go by the window and get some fresh air. She's like, oh, and she's drunk. Right. Oh. But I know, <laughs> I know what she wants to say. I, was, yeah. I wasn't going to lead it. She had yeah. to say it. She yeah. had to say it. I had to hear it for myself. Yeah. And yeah. then we get in the car. We're going out for Chinese food because that's what you do after you go to a club in Toronto. You go for Chinese food at like Happy Sevens. And we go and uh, she goes in with, with another one of our friends to get the Chinese food and bring it to the car. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so one of my friends, so did she tell you? I'm like, No. She just told me she had a headache. <laughs> yeah. And then a week later, we went on a date. She wore the shortest skirt I, she could find, I think, and it, I was done. Forget it. Yeah, wow. I'm in. Wow. So I am, uh, but yeah, uh, I am not, look, I asked her before this show. <laughs> I asked her before, we. I, I said, Paul and I got to record a show. So we're going to talk Valentine's Day. We're going to talk love. I said, can you tell me 
some romantic things I've done? She, her answer, can I get back to you? <laughs> That's awesome. I said, that answers my question. Thank you very much. She's like, no, 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 no. You've done, you've done some things. I'm like, what? She's like, well, I think one year from my birthday, you sent me flowers to work. I'm yeah. Like, okay, okay, good. She's like, another time you came and took me out and brought me flowers. Okay. So basically romance for me is flowers. Done. Yeah. That's it. I am not a romantic person. I am no. not that guy. And I ask her, I'm like, I'm like, look, and, and she said, you know, she says you, at times you have to be more romantic. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, I think I just, maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta soften like you. Maybe, maybe. I'm not saying you're soft, but you watch these romantic movies and maybe you get ideas from them. Listen, I didn't I, say I my know. wife likes those romantic movies. I know, but it gives you ideas. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So you can use these things and your wife probably thinks, look, I look at Paul right now. I think, you know, you're probably a real romantic dude. I used to be. Talk to me about some romance stuff. Teach me. One time when we were dating, I decided I was going to make her some, some dinner. So I hit up some good old chicken fingers, put them in the shape of a heart and filled that heart up with broccoli and cheddar rice really <laughs> it's that simple it's that simple it's that just, simple just make the shape of the heart i've written poems uh I'm, i used to be a big poem writer i used to uh you know a lot of writing did a lot of write, a lot of letters where you used to flip them up can you think of one in your head right now no oh, i wish but you I'm could pretty magical i'm pretty magical <laughs> well you talked yeah. about how you want to be the descriptive yeah. voice guy not not necessarily the uh the writer but what's funny what just went in my head and this has nothing to do with romance or anything i had a dream the other night i wanted to talk to you about okay i had a dream that ice cube and some guy were having a rap battle and i was the mc and the other guy like choked out kind of like bunny rabbit his first time on stage yeah and i started i started battling ice cube oh can i tell you something yeah i had the same dream no, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> You're a jerk. Um, yeah, I used to do all that. Man, I used to do a lot of things. Like my, The most romantic thing I think I've ever done is for Christmas one year, I bought us a trip to Vegas for a few nights to see Buble perform before yep. Buble was Buble. I think you've talked about this before. Yeah, we'll yep. see him perform at the Hilton in Las Vegas. So, uh, that's probably the most romantic thing I put together. I had a puzzle made. So she had to put this puzzle all together and things like that. And it was pretty cool. I'll be honest and say, I've slacked off since marriage. I've slacked off because I already got the prize. Right. But I have to step my game up. I think, I think both of us need to step our games. It's uh, there's one time where she, cause I always, I've always been the one that does the cooking. Right. Always. Mm-hmm. Even when we were dating, I was cooking. I'd go to her house. I'd cook, whatever. But there was one time I'd worked all day and we were dating. We weren't married and her okay. parents were away for the weekend. So Shoot. she's like, she's like, come over. She goes, I want to make you dinner. I'm like, okay. Didn't I fall asleep through dinner? Through dinner? Like I was falling asleep at the table. I was so tired from work. Wow. She was so mad. And I get it, but I was tired. Anyway, it's bad. 
But anyway, that I am not a romantic person. She tries to remind me of that every now and then. I'm still in shock you did that to her. I, I can't believe I did it either, but sometimes your exhaustion like, takes here's over. Here's you. Here's you falling asleep after she's worked hard on a meal. And here's me eating my wife's veal that she made for the first time. I in the plate for more. Yeah. Yeah. Like she I tried. Don't know. Heather's a saint as far as I'm concerned. Hey, you're not going to get an argument out of me. <laughs> I told you when I started talking about this, she should have run far and fast after that first meeting. Yeah. But the, the hello wife thing, the significance of it is like she was playing my wife in this play. Oh, okay. So it's not. So that's, that's where the hello wife came from. Oh, but still, man. it's ironic that that is the first thing we ever no. said that I ever you said just, to her. You just ruined it. Yeah, but why would why would anyone, no matter what, they'd probably say, oh, nice to meet you. But no, literally first words, hello, wife. Yeah. Who would have known down the road she would have actually been cool enough to actually stay with yeah. me? Who was your first uh, romantic CD with your wife? What do you mean? I don't understand. Whenever I think of when my wife and I were first started dating and, and stuff like this and getting the butterflies and stuff, Jewel. And and B-Pain always makes fun of me for Jewel. But we would listen to that CD and just like take a nap and stuff like this and listen to Jewel. I think she's the first album, her first album. Um, yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do that. We would watch a movie. We would make out a bunch. Okay. And and then the screen would go to blue screen and we'd fall asleep. And that's okay. it. That's what we All did. Right. We didn't I didn't listen to and, and when it came to mixtapes, I was not very good at making cuz I made mixtapes oh. with songs. I made mixtapes with songs I liked that I thought okay. were awesome songs that I'm like, yeah. you need to hear this song. It's awesome. And one of the first mixtapes I made for her had yeah. like Usher, You Make Me Wanna. Yeah. And she's like, it's like breaking up with someone. She's like, it's not really a romantic song. I'm like, you make me want to leave the one I'm with, start a new relationship. And I, she's with like, you. yes, but you were with me. I'm like, yeah. I guess I could have rethought that. But well, it, not, it was not it. at that night in that pub. You were all over another chick. I sure was. Sure was. That reminds me, I made my wife one of the last, one of the last, <laughs> one of the last times we got back together. <laughs> I made her CDs with custom labels for the top 20 songs of the year for every year we knew each other. And wow. I put them in uh, a CD visor. Yeah, yeah. So she would always, I don't think she liked it very much, but no. I thought that was very romantic. Here's the top 20 songs. We're music guys. Yeah. So we instantly think that's romantic. Look, if you are old enough to remember making a mixtape, Tell us about some of your mixtape memories, making mixtapes for that loved one. Look, High Fidelity, for example, the movie High Fidelity is basically about this guy making mixtapes for people he loves. So it, it's, it's kind of cool. But if you remember the mixtape mentality of creating that mixtape, let us know some of your mixtape memories. Drop us a line on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on thosedadguys.com because, look, I've already said I'm not the most, I was not the most thoughtful when making the mixtape. But other people have been, so I'd love to know what other people are saying. I like that, mixtape memories. Right? Maybe yeah. I'll create a mixtape and call it mixtape memories <laughs> there you go right i don't think i could make a mixtape anymore it had to be a spotify playlist yeah that's it it's that's all it is you can't now what do you do you send a link here 
Here's what I've made you. It's There's no effort into it anymore. You don't have to record the song and all that. There's no effort. Anyway, this, this went off the rails with that. But I do want to know other people's mixtape memories making stuff for, for, you know, love people that they loved or people that they wanted to love. Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, man. Um, yeah, so uh, needless to say, I am not ready for Valentine's Day. No. What, can I ask you a question? And this is more for the people that don't like love. <laughs> Who are They are out there. Is Valentine's Day the marker in a relationship that says, I'm going to stick with this person or I'm out? Do you think Valentine's that day? You're like, you know what? Maybe the week before I'm going to have to do the breakup because A, I don't want to buy this person a gift and B, I don't see a future anyways. I don't know. I don't know if I could see it being that, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like you should make that decision whenever it should come up. But like, is it more like, are you a don't matter what day it is kind of guy? Is it more of like, if you're up against it, it's like, Oh, I'm up against it. Valentine's day is coming. I got to make that decision. Or if it's like, Jan- if it's like, like November 4th, I'm saying November cause then Christmas is coming. So what if I went earlier? What if I said September 10th? Okay. Like, do you still stick with it until you get up against it in Valentine's day or November 10th? You've made the decision going, I don't see a future here. This it- is not cool. No, in November, you're like, all right, this is all right. And then, you know, December, it's like, okay, that was an okay Christmas. That was okay. Then January comes, you're like, Ugh. I guess back against the wall for yeah, with Valentine's Day. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I, I think yes, but I don't think that should be the deciding factor. Okay. I was just always curious. I think back against the wall. Look, cut the cord there. Make it happen. <laughs> Okay, because you know what? I'm not going to go buy you a gift if I don't see anything happening in the future. Did you ever know anybody that would break up just before a special holiday? No. When it was just like, oh, I'm not spending the money and I don't want you to meet my family, so I'm out. No. No. I've always heard stories, but I don't know anybody. Yeah, neither do I. personally done it. Crazy. I don't know. Maybe maybe some of our listeners are, are those people. And we'd love to hear your stories about breaking up with someone right before a holiday. The anti-Valentine's Day people, for example. Yes. Uh, the 13th, if you were curious, the 13th of February, they celebrate Galentines. So I think that's when all the single ladies get together with Beyonce. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know? I'd like to go to that club. It's hard for me to argue with that one, Paul. <laughs> it's it's hard Anyways. for me to argue with that one. All right. So can we put Valentine's Day to bed now? Please. Okay. Please. Done talking about all this love stuff. Forget the fact that I haven't got my wife a gift for Valentine's Day or anything like that. We don't generally do you, gifts. Like I said before, guys, now's the time. You'd be like, honey, you know, first of all, I think pet names are weird. Yeah. Can I just say that? I'm like... If you start calling somebody babe or hon or whatever, you're definitely having an affair or you're out. I've called my I've called my wife babe from day one though. Oh, I don't know what that says, but um, I don't either. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Sometimes I'm I'm a smartass. Like, How you doing, babe? How you doing? And she's like, you're disgusting. <laughs> so I'm glad my wife and I see say see things the same. Are you allowed to call her by her name in the house? 
If she's in a good mood. If she's in a good mood, I can. Yeah. All right. All right. But sometimes I choose not to in case I use the wrong name. (laughs) (laughs) You. You. Woman in the kitchen making dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Paul. Hey. Hey. My daughter's mom. I would say my daughter's name. Hey, my daughter's mom. What are you doing (laughs) I think you might just... Remember how earlier we talked about those repercussions? Yeah. I think... um, (laughs) Look, man, that may happen. Just saying. Oh, Lord. Just saying. Anyway, uh, you know what? Maybe I'll take your your word and uh, your advice, and maybe I'll write her a poem. Write her a poem. You know what we should do? We should write the poems, and then next week we should read them. Because oh, you're a lyricist, man. I'm not that. I'm like a roses are red, violets are blue. Or I'll write some weird haiku poem that's like, <laughs> you know, like a limerick or a haiku poem. Nothing crazy. Spe- I'm not like John Keats or anything like that. Not <laughs> nice. that's not me. That's not me. But this is something that you can write, Paul. You got skills. Whether you find oh, yeah. them or whether you write them. I don't know, but we're just going to say you write them, and then everyone else steals them from you. But uh, are you ready to to fire off a a dad's joke for us? I think so. I think I'm ready. Well, let's do it. Here we go. And now, get ready to cringe. It's the dad joke of the week. Okay. Hey, Joe. Yes, Paul. My daughter told me she didn't understand cloning. Oh, yeah? I told her that makes two of us. <laughs> See that right there? Mm-hmm. That's a dad joke, buddy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That I already see your daughter rolling her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> dad. Because that's what my kids would do. Yeah, right there. So, so like, I, what's, what's a clone? Yeah, <laughs> is that from Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's probably my wife's background of her uh, Zoom meetings. <laughs> anyway, well. That's it for us this week. Have a happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And if you don't care for Valentine's Day, have a happy Sunday. I like how you're how you're thinking there, sir. All right. Bye. I love love. This has been Those Dad Guys. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss another episode. Come on, you know you want to.